0: Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers. This is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 292. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for coming back. I am very excited to share with you. Today's episode is E Squared Marketing, and we have the owner, Ashley Richards, coming in through our doors, and it was wonderful to have her in person. She was fantastic to talk to, and she's a mom of two. So we hope that you guys are encouraged to stick stick around, listen to the episode. And then from that point, go on to the bio and click on the links and then enjoy getting to know her business even in more detail. So before you go, I want you to go also check out our page at FindingArizonaPodcast.com and all of our social media pages under Finding Arizona Podcast. Tell us who you want in next and I will make that happen. Next up, I would like for you to go check out our new podcast called The Pro Dad Pod. It is something that I have put very much a lot of effort in with my good friend from the east coast jimmy and he is a dad himself we are sharing our dad experiences so i hope that you guys like it and i hope that you have a lot of fun with it have some laughs go over to that page i enjoy it very much that is called the pro dad pod next up If you want to become a super fan, there's a place for you guys to go do so. That is called patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast. We have bonus content for you hanging out over there. So sign up for one of the tiers and I say thank you in return. And we give you back some bonus content like our fine examination, which is our bonus podcast that we ask 50 questions of every guest that come through our door and it's very fun. So we hope that you guys go enjoy that one. And then last but not least, is my favorite part of the intro, which is The community court board. Uh, a lot of things are happening there's a lot of new stuff coming out um, this is a lot of keeping up with because I am just one person but because of the pandemic uh, opening up and some of the stuff just you know face masks are off everything's going everything's up and going so I have to keep up with that so here are a couple of events in the community and I want you guys to just enjoy yourselves have a have a fun Father's Day weekend I know I will so in first First up coming up next week uh, Saturday June 26 from 6 p.m. there's the dust market over taking place over at 4130 North 7th Avenue and it is going to be uh, filled with a bunch of uh, local marketers from live music uh, from recorder bar radio artisans uh, from uh, Suave the wine uh, procurer and other featured vendors What's going to happen, it is going to take place from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. over at the Valley Co uh, Valley and Company, uh, and it is going to be a fun dust market for you to enjoy. And I hope that you do go enjoy that. That is taking again uh, June or July. Wow. June 26. 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. I'm sorry, I I keep thinking it's May. It is June already, guys. And then next up is happening today, which is June uh, 19th, and that's happening tonight, this evening, from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., the Phoenix Hip Hop Music Fest. Yes, I said it, Phoenix Hip Hop Music Fest. Uh, There's $20 tickets. I encourage you guys to go look it up. It's going to be a fun time. Next up is the Don't Tell, phoenix uh, taking place in paradise valley and this is a comedy uh pres- or a comedy show and it is uh 21 and up it is also byob and the show is indoors so i hope that you guys go enjoy that one and go look it up at uh, don't tell phoenix dot uh, do slash phoenix I hope you guys enjoy comedy shows. That one's for you. That concludes our community cork board. I really do hope that you guys are sending me more stuff. I'm very excited to share with those uh, events. And if you have something that you want to share, send it over to finding Arizona Podcast at gmail.com and I will shout it out like the following events that we just talked about. That concludes our community cork board, and I am very excited to share with you this episode, episode number 292 with the owner of East and marketing. Ashley, I will catch you on the next one. Peace. Hey, listener, Jose here. What if you could fix the root cause and not just the symptoms? Learn a step-by-step approach to healing from Hachimoto's disease. Mina Chen is award-winning, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and entrepreneur. After receiving her own diagnosis, she refused to accept that life sentence. Check out her best-selling book, The Moto Effect, available on paperback and ebook now back to the episode welcome back everybody to the finding arizona podcast i'm your host jose as always we bring in very special guests every week, and today is no different. I'm going to let you introduce yourself because I like doing that. Let you introduce your business, what you're doing here, how excited you are. Go right ahead. Okay.
1: Awesome. Well, so nice to meet you. I'm, so nice to meet you. It's great to be in person again, for sure. Yes. Uh, so my name is Ashley Richards, and I am the owner and founder of E-Squared Marketing.
0: Awesome. <laughs> Welcome, Ashley, first off. Thank
1: you. And
0: I'm going to ask you the question that we typically ask everyone who comes in nowadays is, can you give us a little bit of update after pandemic life and just kind of like how you've went through it and how's the family doing and just kind of give us a quick update on, what you and your business had to go through.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was an interesting year, I know for everybody. Uh, my husband works for a hospital uh, oh. on the IT side, but okay. you know it was something that never stopped. And digital business never stopped either. We actually became more essential for businesses because oh. we were their only way of communicating to their clients when yeah. everything was shut down. Yeah. So um, it was quite chaotic. I called it organized chaos because <laughs> (laughs) We are planners and strategists, and it was hard to do that because we just didn't know what was going to happen next um, or how long things were going to be closed or what they were going to be closed or what capacity. And we just wanted to support our small business clients as much as possible. So it was it was an interesting time for sure.
0: Yeah. And in the sense of marketing, too, I mean, what what can you break down as far as what you had to pivot as far as what you and your business and everything, little details that you had to make? For your clients.
1: Yeah. So when everything uh, initially happened with COVID, when it really was here in the States, it was right before Easter. So we were really heavy in the Easter season. We had brunches lined up for restaurant clients. Um, We work with a lot of large shopping centers. So we had Easter bunny visits (laughs) and readings with the Easter bunny, you name it. um, We had it. And so we had to undo all of those promotions yeah. and campaigns that we developed, but then also pivot and say, okay, how else can we get creative to let our consumers know that they can get things from our clients, but safely. For sure. So for restaurants, we pulled back all the happy hour and all the restaurant, you know, Promos, And we went to, hey, there's curbside pickup nice. or, hey, you can order from Uber Eats. So we wanted to try to still encourage them to purchase things from these businesses so that they stayed around during the pandemic. Yeah. Right. Um, but get creative. So it, it was a lot of craziness for a couple months while we tried <laughs> to undo everything. We worked so hard to promote and then pivot it so that it was accommodating, but still something that the consumer needs. And of course, these small businesses needed the the business, Abs- too.
0: Absolutely. And when you kind of went through that process with your clients and just kind of understanding what needed to be done, was there any hesitation or any kind of like, I don't think we can manage this or I don't think we're going to make it through this for some of your clients? Was there that?
1: Not really. Um, Honestly, I felt I'm always very close to my clients anyways, but I felt like we were in the trenches together. Good. And it was incredible to work together and say, all right here's where we need to pivot. What's our plan? Let's figure out a way to get creative, but continue to market your business. And, and all of them were so embracing of that. They were like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's figure it out. So no one knew what they were doing, right? This was so new to everybody. So it was, it was looking back. Um, it was an incredible experience of just partnering with, with our clients in a time of need.
0: Yeah. One of the other things that I wanna bring up too is that you, you're you telling me off air that you're a mother and adding the level of like adding your kids into your work life, into your kind of world where it usually is separated. Was that another challenge into itself? Was that something that you had to kind of like navigate through?
1: Yeah, great question. Um, my kids are actually the reason why I started this business. So yeah. E squared, both my kids' names start with E. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh. So it was named after them. Okay. Um, I had an incredible corporate job and I left my corporate job to balance that work-life balance. And oh, wonderful. I, I didn't want to work an eight to five. I wanted to be there for my kids. So yeah. that's where I started my business was in my living room. Yes. with my kids. So as far as juggling, I've always known that life. Okay, awesome. Um, but of course we've grown. And so yeah. now I have an office. Um, and so during mm-hmm. the pandemic, I was back home. So it reminded me of those early days in my business yeah. of juggling it. But my entire team, I have a team of 15 yeah. um, and a majority of them are working moms from home. So they all knew, you know, so many of our clients had to move their offices back home and they're like, how do you do this? And we're like, Oh, we'll teach you. Cause we've been working remote for years. Yeah. So it was fun to inspire. So it was easier
0: for you guys to just easily like pick up and kind of make those kind of pivots and, and be able to transition those techniques to your clients as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's, I, I think it's fun because it's like, like you said, it's nostalgia to the, to the earlier days of when you and your kids were, were there together. I think it's also fun just to the sake of like, going back and showing them, like, this is what we used to do together. Like, yeah. this is what mommy, you know, and you came up with, like for some of our ideas and like, you can now help me out. And it's just a lot of fun to have. To me, what I've heard from perspective, like from the parents who have, you know, their entrepreneur jobs, is just like that level of intimacy and time with your children. It's just not something they would ever take away from yeah. that time with
1: yeah them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and just the entrepreneur life in general I love because I make my own schedule for the most part. So I get to be there for my kids, for any important things in their lives. And um, the pandemic was no different. My kids loved being home. Uh, They enjoyed the time at home. But it was. We we made some incredible memories as a family. My husband was working remote. So we were all under the same roof for many months. But it it really was. Looking back, it was (laughs) some great, great memories.
0: Can you give us some of the early on? like, Because I know early on there was a lot of people doing like Baking together and crafting together and all like, was there something that you guys picked up as a family, like skill wise?
1: Yeah. So we live right by a desert Okay. and we would go out and find, um, go on a family walk and find really interesting rocks, bigger rocks. Yeah go home and we'd let the kids paint them Aww. and then we would put them in neighbors yards as surprises nice uh and it, it turned into this really fun experience so many people in our neighborhood were doing it clearly people had way better um <laughs> art skills than my five and six year old but nice. like one one person in our neighborhood painted a spider-man on a rock and my oh. son found it and he loves spider-man so nice. it was, and he still has it in his room it was very so cool, cool. yeah so that was probably the most fun creative thing we did that's
0: very awesome i love those kind of stories because that makes me just want like makes me think like even though we were in such a tough place there's so much ingenuity and creativity just in those confined space and time that I wouldn't take away from just some of the people who had that element to them just like I have art I can always go and paint something or I can always go and you know craft something neat to give to someone else yeah so I spent my time just like Honing my skills on like this and crafting the podcast a little bit better and making sure that uh we're we're staying afloat with guests and having them come up onto the stream or onto uh the video calls and learning Zoom and like that's what the, all the things <laughs> that I had to do and go through. Uh, but I will ask you this in your business because we typically ask this of a lot of the people: is there a challenge or something that you know a client? that comes to you may not understand or may not even have a passing thought when they first come to you?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, one of our big elements of our business digitally is social media support. Okay. And, um, I feel like sometimes clients don't understand how much work is involved when running and operating your social media channels. Um, (laughs) That's probably the biggest one. I mean, we have a a large team and they all perfect their different skills and just the time it takes to craft the content and develop it and source it. I mean, you you know, right? Oh yeah. So it's a lot of time. So I think that's probably our biggest challenge is just educating our clients on the value that they're getting for some of our services and how much time it goes into doing it and doing it well, which then will produce the results they want.
0: Absolutely. I think that that is something that you are always trying to kind of give to your clients the very best of yourself. Is that something that I think comes across with every client or entrepreneur that comes through our door in small business for you? What is your favorite, I guess, portion or element that you like to focus on?
1: So in the beginning, when I first launched this business, I I love the marketing side. I love getting creative. I love developing new campaigns and new concepts for clients. That's probably my favorite part on the business side. But as I've grown, um, I've really enjoyed empowering moms because of the team that of talent that's part of e-squared yeah so many of them felt they had to choose between being a full-time mom and being a working mom and having child care or putting your child in daycare mm-hmm. and, you know, blending the two has been something that I've loved yeah. over my last six years of being a mom and it's an wonderful. entrepreneur. So I think that's my favorite part is empowering yeah. these incredible, talented women and knowing that they they can have it all. They can do both. Abs- you can work. Absolutely. You can be a good mom. It's absolutely. okay. Um, and giving them the platform for that flexibility that they 400%. don't have to show up at eight o'clock. They don't have to leave at five. Um, there's so much flexibility in that and I absolutely that's my favorite
0: I think that's wonderful I mean for me I can give you a little bit inside of my world you know being uh we talked about this so I'm staying at home with my child and and just being a stay-at-home dad and my my actual trade that I used to do was landscape architecture and that's something that I can do from home and have that skill level to take with me the one thing that I enjoy though most is and I won't take it away is just like I I chose this because I wanted to be with my son. I'm native American. Um, and for me, there's nothing more important than educating my son about his culture and, uh, you know, his people. And to me, for both of us, for both parents, you know, uh, Brittany and I and my partner, um, you know, we, we kind of came to a conclusion, like we don't want anyone else to teach our son. We don't want anyone to have that opportunity to have those moments with him. So, for one of us to decide to be with him and caretake for him. You know, I, I, I stood up and, and I said yes uh, to the challenge, but I think that one of the things that I will never take away from anyone is just having the courage to even want to to be with your child and and have that, that time with them. It's a hard decision, it's a tough decision, it's a very uh, influential decision, uh, but, man, I, the time that I've spent with him changed me for a very, very good way.
1: Yeah. And you'll never regret it. You know, you get one shot and they get, they grow up so fast. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. 100%. And so it's like, what I'm learning too, is like, like what you've probably first learned when you were starting out is that work-life balance as well. And, uh, can I ask you, is there anything that you keep in your schedule, something routine wise, maybe early morning or late evening that you like to, to keep, that, uh, keeps your head on track or your, your self on track?
1: Yeah. Good question. Um, you know, for years I've tried to accomplish a balanced life, um, and I haven't done it. <laughs> That's so... totally
0: fine. <laughs> Plenty of people have come in and said the exact same yeah. thing.
1: So I, I like to use the word harmony. So some Absolutely. days, okay. some days i I am rocking it with work I'm accomplishing a lot and you know my husband is doing the dad role at home and I don't see my kids that much that day and then some days I am the cool parent (laughs) I am doing the zoo I'm doing the play dates and the park and work takes a back seat for that day yeah Um, and in my perfect world I like to have a little bit of both in Mm -hmm. my days so definitely harmony and I've learned to accept that that there's days I'm gonna win at one or the other and some days I I find that perfect blend (laughs) and it's nice um as far as me and my time um i guess it's a guilty pleasure too but i take a bubble bath every night
0: oh wonderful every night
1: and that is my time that's my time to reset um, think about the wins, think sure. about the challenges of the day yeah. and really just reset my mind before I go to bed. It helps me sleep better. Um, I've done it for years nice. and that's probably my secret weapon for sure.
0: Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> Brittany has on occasion told me you had, to, you know, take a bath. Uh, she herself has taken a bath. Uh, I, 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 love taking baths here on occasion. But now with the sun, I'm like, there's no way I could take a bath. That's his bath too. It's like, that's where he <laughs> takes baths. So it's like, I'm just a shower guy now. I'm just, crazy. <laughs> But, uh, I, you know, that is something I love asking a lot of the entrepreneurs because it's, I think it's something that gives people who are listening, no matter who you are, what you do, it gives them insight for those who know what they're doing as a professional or even someone who even is interested in your profession, like, yeah. how can I get to that level? Or how, what are the things this person is doing that may give them a step up or an edge over the competition? You know, what are those things? And so, yeah, it's like, not everything is going to be perfect, but harmony where you are doing the best that you can on those moments that you you're trying to really give yourself 100% I think that's absolutely right that's the way you want it to feel
1: yeah yeah and i get asked a lot how do i get it all done in a day right like (laughs) how do you do it all i have the same amount of hours (laughs) as everybody else but for me um i really am disciplined of not wasting time so i don't my friends and family joke with me because they'll do like movie references or like jokes and like movies or shows and i have no idea what they're talking about because i watch no TV. Yeah. None. I yeah. don't watch movies. I don't watch shows. It's just, I have it's met, not my jam. I have
0: <laughs> met people like you where I'm just like nothing. No, you're not going to get any of it. Like I, cause I'm a very much a movie nut. Like I am a movie fanatic. I love movies. And so it's like when I joke and make references, sometimes Britt gets it. Sometimes she doesn't. And I'm just like, <laughs>
1: Uh, Yeah, don't don't throw any at me. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. I've definitely met
0: plenty. (laughs) Like, I've definitely come across individuals who just zero like entertainment interest whatsoever. But the great thing about them, they're wonderful to talk about other things. Like, is there anything else? Like. Reading wise, do you are you a reader? Is that where you spend a lot of your time?
1: Yeah, great question. I um love to read. Awesome. Um, I love self development books. Once mm. again, not pleasure reading. Don't give me a rom com or a romance. Oh, yeah. I want things that are gonna better me in my parenting sure. um, or better me in my business. I'm mm. huge podcast fan. Oh, I've definitely yes. listen to your podcast oh, many you. times. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> um, but yeah, just learning about um things that can elevate me and who I am. It's just, you, you can never stop learning. There's so much to know yeah. and do. So that's probably my favorite. I, one series I love is called grace based parenting. Okay. And that's I been look that my, up. I haven't heard that one. It's amazing. That's my favorite parenting series that okay. I've really enjoyed. And they have different um, segments for different areas of, nice. of parenting. So that's been helpful. That's what I needed.
0: That's <laughs> like, honestly, I've started kind of this like dad podcast where we're just trying to like tell our stories and how we're, you know, because my friend and I are both, you know, going to just be dads and, and hopefully the thing that we share in common is that fatherhood, but the difference in how we live our lives is he lives on the East Coast, I'm here, but he has a daughter and I have a son and she's a little bit older, mine's a little bit younger, so it's like we're trying to show spectrum of like these are the things that we're dealing with and these are the age groups that we're dealing with. So. We're just trying. We're just love trying. That. We're just trying. You here. learn as
1: you go. Exactly. <laughs>
0: um, but yes, like that is some of the things that I love too. It's like one thing I love learning about people is like, yeah, you may not be great at one thing, but where you are not at a, a strength in one, I know that there is somewhere else that you that intrigues you. So asking you, it's like, what are some of the self development books? Because um, Britt and I are kind of into Brene Brown. Um, that's kind of been our big kick. We we listen to her podcast. We've seen her her shows or her movies on Netflix and kind of everything in between her books, um, etc. Is yes, there anything like that? I was going
1: to say Dare to Lead for sure. Dare to Lead,
0: yes. <laughs>
1: great book. Um, man, I have a lot of them. I like Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Yes, I've heard it. It's a great one and it's all small stuff. Yes. So it's a mind <laughs> shift. Um, there's another new book that I just read called head trash Okay, nice. and that was really good. And it talks about really getting out of your own way and okay. you know, which we all do at times. Um, lots of leadership books for sure. Yeah. It's, it's that's, that's really my jam. Yeah, um,
0: definitely. Brit, I wish Britt was here cause she'd give you, cause that's her jam. Like that's really her, like her niche group is that leadership kind of self-development book area. And I wish I was more, I'm more of like. Um, biographies like, you know, uh, I'm, uh, been getting into a Malcolm Gladwell kind of kick where it's like social, um, reading, uh, society, things like that. And just, uh, social commentary. That's the type of things that I've been getting into. But, um, the other thing too, is like, was there any book that has come across your time during your business that you would say was like the biggest effect or made the biggest, change in your what you do with your clients or what you do with your um employees
1: yeah good question probably not a book um but i'm in a group called entrepreneur organization eo okay and i'm in their accelerator program and i've been in that for about a year and a half and i would say that has impacted me the most Ah. um so it's nice to gather with entrepreneurs that um have been in business longer than me some have been in business you know a little bit less time than me but just gathering together and hashing out your problems and your details of what you're trying to overcome yeah so i would say that has probably been the the biggest shift in my business is learning from these other entrepreneurs yeah. we always say get naked fast right come in into the meeting and talk about what your struggles are talk about what Got your it. questions are what your needs are and rip the band-aid off rip the band-aid off and yeah. it's been so incredible to have that team um, yeah. of people that understand the challenges that I, what i'm going through as a an entrepreneur or things yeah. that I need to overcome and growth problems, right? All those things. Yeah. They've been incredible to help.
0: I love groups like that because to me, that's nothing better than just getting the information right away from someone who's already been through it. Like yeah. who has been through the, it and back, like, yeah. <laughs> like they may have a second <laughs> business. Like I've met people who have had multiple business. Like, yeah, this is my fifth business. Like I'm, I'm starting fresh again. And I'm like, that's crazy to me. Like I'm still working on number one. Um, so yeah, like that t- t- type of exact, uh, firsthand knowledge groups. Like, I love those. Those always get me going. Um, so you're learning a lot from this group. Would you say, um, would you say like that was a big turning point in your business? Like, was that like a big up, upkick and like giving yeah. you either, knowledge and just moving the business forward or just kind of giving you a network to, yeah, to work off? Good
1: of? question. I'm a creative, right? Mm. Um, that's my nature. And okay. so during the pandemic, I spent a lot of time in my business yes. and, and working on it okay. too. So yeah. I took a step back and instead of being the front line with my team, mm-hmm. I was looking in the insides. And so I redeveloped all of our internal processes. I looked at systems, which systems were working, which ones weren't. Um, how were we communicating as a team? I mean, I shook up everything during that time because I knew that there were things that we could be doing better, but we'd been growing so fast and moving so quickly that my first priority was always our clients and it still is, but I didn't take the time yet to get back into it and say, okay, what can we do better internally? Mm-hmm. So that's where I think the big breaking point has been. We have new communication tools. We have new platforms that we work internally. Nice. Um, all of our processes have been streamlined and perfected. So it's a well-oiled machine now. I love it, yes. um, So that's, you know, as far as clients, probably haven't seen the change, but our team has seen the change. Yeah. And so that's been really powerful.
0: Internal happiness right Internal there. Internal happiness, <laughs> absolutely. That's so good. Uh, Well, I'm glad for you and your team. I'm really glad for a lot of the changes that are coming down the road from those changes. I'm going to now kind of pivot towards the future and kind of open the door of asking you, what are some of the goals that you guys are looking forward to? You know, it's post pandemic life. So it's like events are starting to open up and flourish again. Uh, It's the summertime in Phoenix. So it's like, can you break down? what you might be going through now and then what the future kind of unfolds for later down the end of the year. Yeah,
1: good question. So (laughs) we have clients all over the nation. So it's interesting to see what states are at, what phase when it comes to reopening. Yeah. So states like Arizona that are relatively... pretty reopened, right? And then we've got states where California, which are a little bit behind as far as reopening. So we're still navigating the COVID waters um, with a lot of clients in different states. But for the most part, you're right. Now we are pivoting to all of these new in-person events. So One thing we did during the pandemic is we helped a ton of nonprofits with their events. Okay. So many of them had these incredible galas lined up. Pandemic hit. Well, they still need the money to help whoever they're helping through their organization. So we helped about eight different nonprofits pivot their galas into virtual events over the last 17 months.
0: I have seen some of these galas. Just may I interject really quickly. I've seen some of these kind of pivots, uh, these galas turn into online affairs. Some of them, I have to say, have come off really well.
1: Amazing. Amazing. And a lot of them have less overhead. Yes. You know, you don't have this fancy dinner and the the music and the, you know, pretty (laughs) centerpiece, which we all love. But they were able to raise more money. So now nonprofits are pivoting to a hybrid model. I love these. I do too. So you still have these intimate events with smaller groups, but you still have an opportunity to expose your brand and your, you know, organization online as yeah. well to um, so so, a larger
0: community that might be interested in what you do and what you what you want to want to accomplish.
1: Yeah, and maybe there are supporters in different states or mm-hmm. people that are higher risk that still aren't comfortable coming out. Mm-hmm. So that's been fun to see that we have a ton of hybrid events lined up um we do a ton of influencer partnerships as well at our agency so of course that was halted and so those are slowly starting to come back so we are busy planning back to school influencer partnerships and even (laughs) holiday (laughs) i
0: bet those are a lot of fun
1: they they are a ton of fun and even holiday we're back into planning for santas and really yeah
0: oh my gosh yeah. that makes me a little bit happier just because I'm a big christmas guy and that's the some <laughs> that's the time of year that I really do enjoy uh things changing you know you kind of feel it you really do whether that's in the marketing or whether that's in the music everything kind of just changes when christmas rolls around and i i feel that i kind of it opens my heart. I grow like the Grinch. It grows two sizes big. <laughs> well,
1: there's only so many Santa Clauses with real beards that you can book. Yes. And there's only so many weekends in December. So you have to start early by yes. booking Santa. Gotcha. So yes, lots of Christmas already uh, in June, for sure. That's
0: incredible. <laughs> I know for, like, I don't know if you know Festivus. Like yes. Yeah, like that sort of like that early on. Like, I just... Imagine, like, having to plan that ahead of time, like, all of those types of, like, large-scale outdoor events, too. I'm like, geez, Louise, there's a lot of stuff coming down the road that I don't even imagine. Because, like, for someone like myself who likes to go to these events and likes to participate and, like, thinking to myself, well, we had a whole year of not having to worry about, like, which event that we have to decline and which one we can go to. But now I'm like, oh, geez, it's starting to pick up back up. And now this, like, last bit of the year. Or they might try and like push everything together. It's just kind of like, oh, man. Yeah. Every day is going to be something.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it is. It's I I put eight events on my calendar in the last 48 hours for the fall and winter.
0: Are you serious?
1: Events, client events. I mean, it is it is coming and it is coming in groves for sure. And I feel like a lot of our clients are keeping things light during the summer to see how things go, how numbers look, play it out, play it safe. You know, they've already learned that they had to undo everything last year. So I think they're easing into these yeah. more in-person concepts. But yeah. a lot of them are, you know, full speed ahead in the fall and in the winter.
0: Do you see the hybrid models um, becoming like, are you orienting the hybrid models where they're like together? Or are you trying to do individual like uh, the online has a special kind of set organization versus the in-person event has a set sort of events going on
1: good question both okay so um we're seeing a lot of events you know a lot of events in person even in years past play some sort of video yeah um at the show yeah. or at the event yeah. and so we're seeing more of a mixture so okay. some of these events they're happening at like dominic steakhouse or these really yeah. nice restaurants and so they have in-person abilities there where there might be a um a musician playing music or a live auction <laughs> yeah. or
0: I love the, the live things. auction ones. Oh,
1: they're so fun. Dude, they're, really so fun. fun. they're so, so they fun. So they might have those elements, but then they still have these large screens yeah. where you can catch the video piece. Nice. And, um, you know, we do have some that are doing some live and they're doing a whole live streaming during it. Okay. And then we have clients that are doing a live event, but then doing a digital event after that looks a little bit different. So, gotcha. man, there's so many different ways you can do it. But... You know, I don't think hybrids should go away. You should yeah. capitalize on this digital, these digital platforms, just like you do, right? You're oh, recording. Thank you. yes. yes, I'm doing um, it all. I love that. And that's what you need to do. Why not? These tools are in front of you. Use that. Yes,
0: absolutely. And
1: I think that's something that's come out of the pandemic, too, is is uh, businesses have realized the power yeah. of these platforms. And so now they don't want to let go. And I'm I'm OK with that.
0: Yeah. As you um, probably seen and heard, you guys are kind of expanding and um you're probably dealing with like the hybrid models and things like that. What are you doing to keep your team? Ahead? Like, cause you said that you redid a lot of the streamlining and everything. What are some of the implements that you're trying to keep education wise for them? Because like you said, some of them are moms, some of like, what's keeping the, the education level of this technology is not only social media, But like the different technologies on streaming and how these different gadgets, like, is there someone that you guys go to or is there something that you guys do to kind of keep yourselves, you know, educated?
1: Good question. So for these hybrid events, we stay with all the digital promotion piece. Okay. Um, so we rely on talented production companies gotcha. to do the live stream piece, but sure. yeah. um we have team me- team meetings every week and we always have a marketing minute. So we talk gotcha. about what's new, what's being updated, we share podcasts, we share, nice. you know, I get email updates. I mean, it's constantly changing and evolving, Beautiful. so it never ends. So we definitely education's a big piece on What can we learn from one another? We'll assign, hey, I want you to learn about TikTok and (laughs) different ways you can market on that. And I want you to present on this. So then we have people on our team present these topics to the rest of the team. Beautiful. So that's been fun to see them empower each other as well.
0: Absolutely. I bet that's a lot of fun just to kind of have those moments. Because it's like you learn something, too. It's like a little fun thing for you. And you can kind of especially those TikTok moments where you can kind of like take to your kids like look what I learned today.
1: Oh, TikTok. I love TikTok. Yeah. It's uh it's addicting for sure. Oh man,
0: <laughs> I just started because we're trying to promote like again marketing on every platform. So it's like I had to I had to pull it up and download it. Uh but yeah, it's a definitely a, a different realm. <laughs> like it'll take you it'll grab you and suck you in just kind of like oh man for hours.
1: Yeah. And I appreciate content creators, those influencers that we work with, because it takes a ton of time to put together a a really good influencer video or a partnership. So I'm a huge advocate for those content creators. (laughs) We partner with them a lot um, because I know how much work goes into those. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So I just want to say thank you again. Like you are giving me so much like insight on what you do and it's just really helpful to understand because we have had marketing people come in and you know i try my best to understand i know it's it's big it's got so many facets you can go down every sort of avenue with it but again i think what it comes back down to is with clients coming to you and they want to be able to hear you and trust and just i think having these conversations just knowing that you're working hard you're a mom you're you're everything in between like you've done all the research you're you're still training you're doing all of these things streamlining i think you have a good head on your shoulders. I think you're going to be all right. E Square is going to do just fine.
1: Well, thank you. I think so, too. I, I hope so. You know, a lot of yeah. clients say they can tell how passionate we are about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, and that's... We we really are. We love what we do. It's such... It's so fun. And that's what the team's like, this is so much fun. I'm like, it and is. People feel
0: that. People <laughs> feel that for sure. I'm like... I'm always excited when someone like you comes in because it makes me feel amped again for people out there in the world because they have someone like you to rely on. They have someone like you to come to. So I leave the end here to kind of pitch to you to let everyone know where they can find you online. Uh all your social media handles. So this is your time to promote. If there's any um events that you guys got coming down the road that you want to highlight, go right ahead. So ah, take it away. Okay,
1: great. Uh so you can find us on at esquaredmarketing.com um and on Facebook and on Instagram, of course, at eSquared Marketing. Um, if you're a local influencer and you're looking for partnerships, we'd love to meet you. We do quite Good. a bit of those. Um, and we love small to medium sized businesses. So even awesome. if you're a startup, um, you know, we do branding and websites and setting up all your digital footprints as well. So awesome. there really isn't a client too small, even if you're not ready for us yet. I'd love to share tips with you so that you can get to a point where you can hire yes. us. Um, so I have my, I have an open door. I, I just love to meet. I'm, I'm very similar to you. I love to meet people. I awesome. love to meet other business owners and see what we can do to collaborate and partner. Yeah. So that's a little
0: bit about us yay awesome i'm very excited i'm sure there's going to be plenty of people out that are watching right now and, and going to be listening down the road that i want to just kind of reach out to you just to kind of get to know you a little bit more from this conversation they're like i know just from hearing your voice and just having this conversation with you i would want to meet you i would want to just <laughs> hey let's have a talk like talk to me about my business help me out a little bit and so I'd definitely come to you um But before we go, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So all of our social media is under Fighting Arizona podcast. Last but not least, we do have a place for you guys to go become super fans. It's called Patreon. Patreon.com slash Fighting Arizona podcast there. You'll support us. And in return, we give you some bonus content like our fine examination. It is our bonus podcast that we hope E Squared will be a part of. We'll ask you 50 questions and uh, we'll get to know you a little bit more in depth about those questions. So before we go, go check that out at Patreon.com. slash fighting arizona podcast and last but not least we say goodbye goodbye to all of you watching and the stream here and watch it listening online and we will catch you on the next episode good night y'all go ahead
1: and say good night bye guys thanks for having
0: me (laughs) absolutely (laughs)